Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this special edition podcast from Podfabula Productions. For all you Mad Mel fans, get ready for the next Out of This World episode. Some listeners have commented that the show reminds them a bit of Douglas Adams' The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, a BBC radio broadcast that first aired in 1978. That is high praise for the show's creator, Gary Morgenstein, and producer, Mike Sargent. More about these two talented individuals at the end of the show. And now... Mad Mel and the Meridians. episode, a cunning Meridian emissary, Flem, had been dispatched to Earth to thwart writer Mel Worthington's expose of Meridian galactic plans. Winning Mel's trust, Flem must still overcome the hostile suspicions of Mel's girlfriend, Anita, and her impressive memories. Anita caught you going through my papers. She would shell my pleasure bubbles. Precisely. Ah, the cling! Stop! Stop! Please! Uh, who's sending me a FedEx on a Sunday? Quiet, I'm trying father. to read. Other grandfather, grandmother, Simric, all powerful creator, bastards. everything there ever was. Bastards, ungrateful bastards. My genius built their publishing company, and this is how I'm rewarded. Will you shut up? suggest they will no longer offer your heroic chronicles. Oh, you picked up on that, did you? Yes, it mentions dwindling sales. I thought your tablets were immensely popular, Great Melvin. They are among intelligent humans. That's an oxymoron. Don't say anything to Anita. She thinks I'm fabulously successful. The truth is, I've been juggling money for years. Book publishing is dead. Damn e-books don't pay. And any idiot with a blog is a writer nowadays. Do not despair. The great Melvin will triumph over these Danubian three-pronged sand slimes. What do you know of a Danubian three-pronged sand slime? Uh, once one crawled between my toes and bred a family of eight, 
I could not dance the Hoofian waltz for a month. I've never written about such a creature. Well, have two. Have not. Have two. You remember all 12,456,890 words you have written? Of course. Even the ones the angry female has written? Uh, Anita can only write orgasm. There is no such thing as a Danubian three-pronged sand slime. They rule the beaches of Alana. Beaches? Alana is beneath ice most of the year. <laughs> Try vacationing there during Han, a regular Schwitz bath. Who are you? Your loyal fan, Flem, Flem. Hmm. Perhaps, perhaps not. Let's see what my interior vessel's minds can learn. Oh! Where did you learn that? I am an anemic master. Oh, that is not possible. Quite. You've been sent to deceive me. But by who? No one! Myself. For what purpose? To bring new findings about Meradia. Nonsense. They haven't been here for 30,000 years. Well, if you say so. I say you are a liar. Another false friend sent to use me. Get out. Uh, please, Great Melvin, I offer you wisdom to aid in your insatiable quest for wealth. Do you truly think I've devoted my life to money? I could have done anything. Politics, movies, finance. No, I am a slave to my insatiable quest for knowledge. Knowledge. And that is why I give you the holiest of holy books. The Bewailment. Oh, I've never heard of the Bewailment. Because it is a secret. The Bewailment is written in the ancient Hoppian tongue. As, say, your Latin is to English. Uh, let me let me translate. Uh, no need. I can manage. Tradat tradu polybashik miusk. Where the hell did you get this? All that matters is that you have it, Great Melvin. Fashion any story you wish. Engage in utter duplicity, outright lies. Well, it works for the Clinton of Hillary. Not for me. You talking about the Worthington brand? What if this is a fraud? What if it is not? And in return for that magnificent opportunity, I give you... Nothing. Huh? Nothing. I am your devoted servant. Of course, if you do not want it, I suspect that publishing company could find someone that might be interested in... Soft on my sweet feet. And look at this nighty. Muy atractiva. See? Mm, lovely. What's the matter? Does Big Belly need a little blue pill? Unlike you, sex is not at the forefront of my every thought. All the more reason for poolboyporn.com! Did that retard fan upset you? He doesn't smell, you know? Pardon? Smell. People smell like animals. 
sex, fear, greed. My years training horses in the Dominican Republic taught me that. I wondered about your neighing. Well, shall we work? The culinary guidelines to the Meridian High Holy Days is overdue by two weeks. Since when does a missed deadline matter? Starting today. Madre de Dios, calm down. What about serving dicey woofy eggs on the first night? And offend the dietary habits of the House of Gant? And so those of Gant and those of Litvak must not eat the flesh of those in shallow waters. Ruvian black fins live in the balsamic lakes. Everyone knows that. Mel, darling, can we visit my brother in Madrid? You almost like him. I could wear this. We spent a fortune on our last vacation. So? So, we've had a few financial setbacks. Nothing dramatic. You needn't put your shoes on eBay yet. I care about more than that, Mel. Perhaps if you didn't spend so damn much. I'm too sexy for my blouse. It fits me like a house. <gasps> too sexy for a Cognasso, spouse. Oh, you so wearing sexy. my new dress from Saks? <laughs> oh! Stop that, both of you. We cannot have brawling on Team Mel. Team Mel? Yes, the three of us will be working more closely now. Nada. Ay, Dios mío. Uh, Mi darling, madre, Dios darling, mío. Flem Flem is more than a non-smelling cross-dresser. Words of truth, Great Melvin. More than a sycophant. Say hallelujah. He is a scholar in his very own right. Praise Simric and shove it, nasty human female. <laughs> I'm shelling his peanuts. Deep beneath the ancient Meridian landing strips of Iran, Flem discovered a text of cosmic impact. Puerco face? See, I have studied the extraordinary scripture left by my forebears. This matches similar findings in Kenya and Idaho. It has my blessing of authenticity. The human race will be enriched beyond belief. What the hell are you talking about? I give the people of Earth, the great Melvin Worthington, High Priest Dornald of the Bewailment. Oh, you shouldn't. Oh, but you must. Hi. I said hello twice. Sorry, I never do that. I'm a little nervous. It's so overwhelming to be this close. Are you also seeing the living, anemic Master Melvin? I just came here to bathe. <gasps> oh my, you're getting your conduit soaked? I've already been thoroughly scrubbed. It must be amazing to feel him inside you. <laughs> Used to be. His book is so very incredibly extraordinary. Thank you. I've read The Bewailment so many times online in the past two weeks. My laptop is begging. Stop! 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 I hear you. My channel sizzled with his spiritual curiosity. Vodka helps. Such a man of spirit and flesh. 
risking his life sneaking into Iran to see the holy scriptures from ISIS. Unbelievable, isn't it? Such bravery. I weep often thinking of him. <laughs> Me too. Is the master really 130 years old? Mm-mm. <gasps> really? How old? 150. Uh-uh. 200? Mm-mm. 300? Uh. Oh my god, he's like a redwood. He was once. Can he even die? I'm working on it. Penelian burns in my hair, filling my pleasure bubbles with air. Joan Dempsey, Piscataway, New Jersey. Yes, sir. I am Flem Flem, servant of the living anamic master Melvin, high priest Donald of the Bewailment. You may rise. No eye contact until your conduits have been cleansed. Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Flem. <laughs> Hi. Are you ready to receive the master? Yes! Accepting from this moment on, you will be a mere cell in his divine anamic universe? Oh, yes! Yours will be his. His will be yours. Oh, God, yes! Good. Uh, sign here. Sign here. And here. And here. Oh, lawyers. Now, uh, you can wait in the other room, please. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> I thought you were renting out space. Looking later at a property downtown. Excuse me. Oh, so sorry. Maybe I should just levitate out of the way? <laughs> Not without training, though. It would help. Are you saying I can't attain the wisdom of the master? made him the living master. Living anamic master. When I met Mel, he was writing archaeology textbooks and living in one room. So cute, so smart, so poor. It was my idea to jazz up everything. Ah, then you were responsible for the ruination of his scholarship corridor. <laughs> Me? Puta, you're destroying my Mel! If it is so terrible, then why did you help the living anamic master write the bewailment non-paper book? To protect him against you! And to protect your interests. That's right! Nothing you'd understand. Yes, I do not understand money. It's not about money. It's about what Mel should have become. A real scholar! I thought I was helping him, but I was really helping myself. Not that you'd understand that either. Just take your damper women and go. We don't need it. <laughs> Except that it is real. Unlike your previous 12.5 million odd words, it would have violated Remeridian law to assist your evolutionary cycle. Then why would the bewailment be genuine? What? You heard me, puerco face. Unless the bewailment is phony, because giving false documents wouldn't break Moradian law. <laughs> I have a manicure at three. Mm, if you discovered the bewailment at the same place as the original ancient texts, why would one be a fake and not the author? Mm, unless nothing came from Moradia. <laughs> oh, it came from there, trust me. Because you were never in Iran. You forged these to make milk. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm finding out and bringing you down, pendejo! Try. 
and I will crush your perfectly rounded mammaries as if they were flies from a Giuseppian horse's sex cavity. Huh! Mira este, Dios mío, mercriado. Then I will snap off your large testicles as if they were succulent alberries from the forbidden pearl tree! I love pearl jam. I tingle within. What did you do to her mouth? <clears throat> he has saved me, Bather. Uh, not yet, Tiny Raccoon. Only one conduit has been cleansed. That was only one? Flem, have you permitted someone into the tunnel of awareness who has not studied? But I have. Quiet! The living anemic master is not addressing you. You can talk to me, honey. She cannot. Your corridors are not swept. Flem, Flem, prepare Tiny Raccoon for another cleansing. Twice in an hour. What a man. <laughs> Heaven nears. Anita, how could you embarrass me? Forgive me. Living anemic, Master Melvin. Anemic. Absolved. Flim will text you my schedule so there isn't a repeat. I can't think of everything. You're too busy achieving galactic peace. Indeed. That's why Fleming is so valuable. Hard to remember life before he arrived. <laughs> Stupido. He's playing you. You must control your petty jealousies. You think I'm jealous of that cucaracha? Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <sighs> Nothing is clear anymore. For the first time, I'm involved in real scholarship. The bewailment is a fake. Oh, darling, you so need to be <sighs> swept. I am finally fulfilling my mission in life. <sighs> what about everything we did together? Yes, well, I have evolved to a different level. Without me? Never completely without you. Just not the same way. Yes. Because you never thought I was smart enough. You have contributed much to my work. Have? As the first Imperial Chancellor, Lord the Lodge, said to the Titanian vulture gnawing at his foot, You may have my toes, but not my soul. You once gave me a soul. Darling, darling, please don't run off like that. It will clog your conduits. Out of my way! Gladly. Master, I am ready for another cleansing. More brushes, tiny raccoon. Scrotum. 
Next, on episode three of Mad Mel and the Meridians, will ambition keep the great Melvin from ever touching Anita's D-cups again? Will Anita and Flem's jealous rivalry destroy each other? And can Tiny Raccoon master the secret of the Meridian brushes? Coming, 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 coming. On a galactic radio station near you, 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 you. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the next installment of Galactic Entertainment. Before signing off, I want to express special thanks to Gary Morgenstein and Mike Sargent. Gary is an accomplished author and playwright. His critically acclaimed dystopian science fiction baseball novel, A Mound Over Hell, set in 2098, follows America's defeat by Islam in World War III as baseball begins its final season ever. It has been called 1984 Meets Shoeless Joe. I'll be profiling an excerpt from this novel in a future show. A Fastball for Freedom, book two in the series, will be published by BHC Press in 2021. Gary's previous novels were Jesse's Girl, Loving Rabbi Thalia Kleinman, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, and The Man Who Wanted to Play Center Field for the New York Yankees. Among his other accomplishments, he wrote the critically acclaimed off-Broadway sci-fi rock musical, The Anthem, as well as the sci-fi musical, Mad Mel Saves the World. His stage dramas include A Tomato Can't Grow in the Bronx, Right on Target, Ponzi Man, and Saving Stan. Mike Sargent is the producer, host, and chief film and entertainment critic for Real World Night Shift, which airs on WBAI-FM 99.5, New York City. He is a member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association and co-president, co-founder of the Black Film Critics Circle. Mike is also a film critic, host, and entertainment correspondent for Arise on Screen, PBS, and Fox Business News. All podcasts are available on my website, www.writingtoraiseconsciousness.com and multiple download platforms such as Apple Play, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and so on. Just search for my name, Victor Aquista, or Podfobbler Productions. Follow us on Facebook, where all the episodes are posted for discussion. And check out my Amazon author page for a variety of fiction, nonfiction books, and short stories. Till next time.